To me, breathwork means life. And I know that breath is life, uh, but I'd never really known it in its profound nature before I discovered breathwork. My daily breath practice, and it's not just the practice, it's the way I use my breath now. It's truly allowed me to optimize every single moment. It's changed how I feel about myself in the given moment, in any given present moment. It's given me so much more clarity about what is. And it's changed how I meet the world. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I'm a mindset and empowerment coach and hypnotherapist. So I've been practicing breathwork since summer 2019. I'd like to put that another way, actually. My life changed in June 2019 when I first started practicing breathwork. So... I was maybe 43 and I was waking up every morning with this real heaviness. And I'd begun to experience some physical symptoms that originally I actually put down to my body and fighting a virus. In random places, I would start having these deep heats come through me, but I just had no idea what they were. Suddenly, my body didn't feel like my own. My mind no longer felt my, like my own. I couldn't focus. I'd never felt so deeply insecure in my life. And not only that, I was a confidence coach. I helped people to overcome challenges. And I felt challenged by things that didn't seem like normal challenges. How could I be an exemplar of my practice, my business, when internally I felt like I was crumbling. I was waking up every morning feeling like I was at the bottom of an ocean of treacle and I could see the sunshine with its watery, blurred out, viscous thing in, above that ocean. And I had to spend all of my energy trying to get to the top of the ocean just to enjoy what I knew was there. I had an amazing life and I was thriving and I just couldn't receive it. I was crippled in, in confidence. And I was terrified. And I didn't put any of these things together because I was still young, right? And uh, supposedly of childbearing age. And no matter who I spoke to, nobody could understand it. I had all of these incredible tools, these mindset tools and these empowerment tools. And no matter how much I was trying to use them, I, it didn't seem to break the surface. Um, so I sent a text to my friend saying, I'm just going to withdraw for a little while. I need to sort out what's going on for me. And I went to the doctors and uh, listed all of the symptoms. And she literally said, you have just listed every single one of the symptoms of menopause, perimenopause. The menopause was supposed to still be a really, really long way away from where I was. And no one had ever mentioned any of these other symptoms. I'd expected hot flushes. Yes, I'd expected that, you know. But no one had ever mentioned anything about the emotional attack, almost, 
No one had mentioned anything about the cognitive fog, the inability to think, the inability to reason, you know, those kind of things. No one had mentioned anything. So having had this diagnosis of menopause, which is, it shouldn't be an illness. It is something that happens to every woman. Um, we talked about the options of HRT and we agreed that I would go on, I would start using a patch. And whilst the HRT really helped me, the hormone replacement therapy really helped me get back to some semblance of normality, and I say that with a couple of quotes either side of it, it certainly didn't change some of that questioning about my quality as a woman. You know, going through the menopause at the age that I went through really began to draw my focus to who I was as a woman at an age and how many of society's benchmark events I'd not achieved. I'd never quite fallen into the flow of the, you know, falling in love, get married, have children. In fact, I'd done none of those. I was a menopausal woman who was single and childless. And that, that was a really, really hard journey to, to actually live with, in tandem with. So this must have been about five years after I had been in a relationship with a guy and uh, it hadn't worked, but he had discovered a breathwork practice and had felt really invigorated by it. And he encouraged me to come along. And I thought it was a bit too woo. I thought it was all a bit too much. I mean, we all breathe, right? You know, we can live without food for what, up to a month. We can live without water for up to three days, but we actually can't live without breathing. So I'm alive. I'm breathing. I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little did I know. So I walked into this um, hall in Camberwell, I think it was, and I looked around me and there, there were these kind of expectant and excited looks, you know. And, and I can only say it was the kind of look of evangelists. <laughs> I'm going to say this with the most utmost of respect. You know, the people who've, who've got the fever of something, you know, and and want to share it, to proselytize something, you know, there was something so incredible about that eagerness of everyone. And they were so happy to see me. And if I'm truly honest, I wanted to walk out because the level of expectation for me to enjoy their joy, for want of a better phrase, felt really overbearing. Uh, so I sat down and we're all in a circle and we're sat down, uh, cross-legged and invited to share. And uh, then we are told, and I'm literally just told the technique to breathe. This particular practice, um, modality of conscious connected breathwork that I do is transformational breath. And it has a particular technique, which is a belly breath, a diaphragmatical belly breath connected, so no pauses between the top and the bottom of the breath and a relaxed exhalation. So not a relaxing exhalation, but a relaxed exhalation. You are mindfully, on purpose, breathing in a way you don't ordinarily breathe. So you are doing it on purpose for a finite length of time. It's a form of meditation. 
And it's called transformational breath for a reason. I started breathing and I opened up. It was not pretty. <laughs> I absolutely accessed some things that I thought that I'd overcome. I thought I'd sorted. I thought I'd balanced out and, and neutralized in myself. And I breathed into them and I cried. Uh, and I breathed because it's not the crying that integrates that emotion, it's the breathing that integrates that emotion. So I was allowed to feel my feelings and then breathe in this particular technique. A deep sense of joy came through me with peace, even though I just experienced some sadness as well in that in that session and some of that grief. And I came back to a real sense of who I was as an empowered woman. I realized that I had discovered a technique that I could use to bring with me wherever I was to help ground myself, to heal myself, to discover myself. There were so many things that happened in that one hour as I'm saying it, it sounds unbelievable and I can't tell you that uh, it's true. So I felt like I was coming home. For the first time in so long, I felt like I was flying with, within myself and with my client work. So I developed this practice and I realised that I could do this formal practice by sitting on my bed or I could even do it at the bus stop or on the bus or on the tube because no one needs to know that I'm consciously breathing. My preferred space to breathe is my studio. I quite like to do it before I've started the day with clients because it is about setting myself up. So frequently I'll walk through the door and take a breath in and take in the space. It's systematic the way I do it. So I roll out the mat first, then I bring the bolster and the bolster is there to support my knees. And then I'll pick up the belly bag and lie that alongside the right side of my mat. And the belly bag is like a weighted bag. So if I'm finding it a challenge to get into my belly breathing that day, it creates just a little bit of resistance and it, it deepens the connection of the breath. Then I place pillows. I've got two butterfly pillows that I put either side. And the reason I use those is because butterflies are uh, their metaphorical transformation. So I put those there. And then I will choose the music that I want to dance to and then what I want to breathe to. The dance is, is a, it's a really interesting thing. Um, I was very embarrassed at the first time that I did it within the, the group circle um, because you extend your arms up, you take a breath in, and as you breathe out, you bring your elbows down and you lift a knee 
and sometimes you can jump that too uh, and I, I quite enjoy that because that's you know in all animals have some level of, of shake if they feel tension one of the reasons they uh, let it go is they shake you'll see a dog shake you'll see a duck shake you'll see so many animals and they just shake things free so I, I see the breath dance as this it's like clearing any kind of tension before I give myself the gift of lying down and breathing And it takes a couple of breaths to activate the diaphragm and get that moving. And it takes a few more breaths for me to relax my shoulders and my neck and my jaw and, and to really begin to consciously let the air move past my throat, past my mouth, straight into the bottom of my lungs. So I imagine that the air is barely touching the sides of my mouth, my throat, um, and just going straight into my lungs. It's like having held my breath underwater for a long time, that first breath that you take as you break free from the water. It feels like that when it kicks in. I will continue to breathe in such a way that eases out any pauses. So it's a totally circular breath. Almost like the, the ocean. The ocean never stops as it crawls up a beach. It never stops. No sooner does it reach as far as it can go, it begins to slide back and then something picks it up again and, and it slides back. So it's a constant ebb and flow of breath with no pauses, no gaps. There's no effort in it. And the air is just flowing. Without breathwork, my life would be a lot less colourful. I absolutely know that I would be a shadow. Whilst I would have got through, I would not be as vibrant. I would not be as alive. More than anything else, more than yoga, more than meditation, more than exercise, although all of them have been really powerful tools for me. The most powerful tool for me in coming home to myself, to connecting with who I am, embracing who I am and discovering my purpose, which has nothing to do with being a woman, but everything to do with being a human being. That is the breath that has brought that to me. The Practices was produced by Radio Wolfgang for Light. For more information, visit light.app. This episode featured Rachel Hudson. It was produced by Cass Denton, edited and sound designed by Natalia Rodriguez, and the executive producer was Ellie Di Martino.